0: Not long after the signal at 99.4 megahertz, commonly known as KJZZ went quiet, a new broadcast began. This one was different and yet the same. And to the scientists gathered around their equipment to the confused homeowner wondering when this Mrs. McClavin show would end and the new jockstrap song would come on, everyone knew something had changed. This is what they heard.
1: Listening to Brian Weekly. It's dark in the bus, though we're right next to the yellow, greasy lights of the depot. I can barely see the aisleways, and the other passengers are just vague forms. Some seem hooded and holding strange objects, maybe pyramids. Others are beaked and titter quietly to themselves. And some are just vaping quietly in the dark, the cheery LEDs of their vape sticks casting a sickly blue shadow over faces, tubes, and buckets. I choose a seat toward the back not too close to the toilet or the bus morgue. I don't see the little man in the seat by the window, not until the doors of the bus close and it lurches onto the road. We move onto the highway, and the sound of speed resolves some of the tension in the air. That's when I notice him. He's small, not short, but more like compacted, slightly withered, He's several funeral lilies put through the trash compactor and then wrapped in a cheap threadbare tweed jacket the color of forgotten mustard. His features seem sharp in the hazy, vapy dark. And even out here on the highway, far from the comfort of street lamps, his eyes seem to sparkle. He's staring at me. What the fuck do you want, I say. His eyes widen, the same way they would if he were a starving man and I've just shown him a lot of ham. He swings his head away from me and then back a few times like a confused snake. His mouth must have been sealed up for some time, and it opens with a sound like wet paper tearing.
2: I want ham, a lot of ham, he says. I want to watch a sunrise over a beautiful meadow, and a sunset over a sewage treatment plant. I want a thousand paper cranes to be released in a river in remembrance of me. I want to make love to a stranger with bad breath. I want to know every astronaut's height, weight, and eye color. I want cucumber sandwich with iron pyrite shavings
1: he goes on telling me what he wants he wants mountains he wants moons he wants small men with bad haircuts to serve him cold brown bitter drinks without making eye contact he wants sexual favors or things that i assume must be sexual favors because they are too bizarre to be anything else He says he wants to train a dog to wear clothes like a man, and then train another dog to dress the first one. His voice never wavers, never becomes more intense, never becomes louder, but each request pounds against a door in my soul, and I wonder as it rattles if there's anything on the other side anymore. Finally, he falls silent after ordering some food. No one else is listening. He looks into my eyes, and I look back through him. The lights of passing cars illuminate them, strangely. I can see their color and their odd depth and something like incredible hunger or thirst. A deep well that would never be full, not for all the scrapple in Pennsylvania. But it is a need he doesn't want fulfilled. He seems to recognize my thoughts, and then he asks what I want. What do I want? I want to find my sons, I want to retrieve their ghosts from wherever they are now. I want to sink every boat on the lake. I keep speaking, and the man nods with every one of my declarations. I want to tear the world in half and drink all the sauce inside of it. I want to pull the sun closer to the earth and see if they like doing Bikram yoga. I want to make kombucha a federal offense. I want to... I stop as a sweaty man, probably a senator, steps out of the toilet and awkwardly shovels past. No. No, I'm wrong, I say. My little companion isn't looking at me anymore, but he's still nodding. I don't want to find my sons again. At some point I'm lulled to sleep by the darkness and the rhythm of the road. And at some later point I wake up again. The bus is stopped. The other passengers are all gone. The first light of dawn is cresting the trees by the parking lot, and I see that hours of travel have taken me nowhere. I can see the golden light glinting off the sign, welcoming me back to Fever Ditch.
0: This episode of Brian Weekly was written and performed by Max Thirsty City Eddie and Kathy Minimum Distance Fisher with Michael Scrapplesnapple Arthur. Want to see America as it was meant to be seen? Want to meet a constantly shifting cast of characters who are clearly not there by choice and only by necessity? Want to suffer through a fever while on a tiled floor surrounded by uncaring strangers? Then why not see America by bus? A bus pass is cheap and a bus can take you someplace you're not, all while providing the legal minimum discomfort for travel. The TSA wants to look into your luggage and see your secrets, but everyone's a stranger on the bus. For more travel advice like this, be sure to rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, at BrianWeekly.